Welcome. You're listening to the Heritage Podcast. To learn more about Heritage, including meeting times and upcoming events, visit us online at www.heritageff.org. Now, let's get into today's podcast. A picture up of Joanne with all those girls and all that. Some of you, you know, since we've been, since you've been coming to the church, some of you have seen these photos. Some of you partook of it. Some of you helped fund this. Some of you never knew that this happened. That, we, that this ever occurred. And prior to this, Joanne had what was called Woman of Excellence. And, uh, and we used to go to the Disneyland Hotel. And prior to that, we had winning principles. And I used to rent a hotel and teach people how to succeed. I had 800 in my meetings teaching people how to... Uh, I had brokers coming, real estate brokers. I had, I had a bunch of uh, business people coming. And the largest meeting was 800 that I had. And they'd all come buy tables. And I'd preach to them on success. Biblical principles on success. And the last service, I got up there to preach, and I'm, I'm waiting, and, and everybody was eating. And, and the Spirit of the Lord said to me, this is your last one. From now on, take everything you know and help you out with the woman of excellence. So I got up and preached, and then with a big smile on my face, I said, today's the last meeting I'll ever have in, in a winning principle seminar. Everybody goes, what? I go, today's the last meeting. The Lord just spoke to me and told me that's it. This is one of her meetings. And, and, and there's Jessica. as a little girl in the front. And uh, and uh, and so the, these meetings are all byproduct of change. When when this was going on, uh, when when this 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 was happening, uh, Joanne changed the background every month. The theme was changed every month. We all we always changed. If you came to the church when we were on Gilbert, we changed the background every four months. They never stayed the same. Uh, man, I wish I could do that here. Uh, I, you know, I, I do it, but I, I, I can't do it. But see, most, most don't know how given to change you are. That's why we, we stay vibrant and alive. That's why we're so excited because we're given to change. We, we, every movement we make is a movement of change. But here in this, we started in Hawaii, sitting out on the balcony. Joanne was outside crying in the middle of the night. I said, what's going on? She goes, I know I have a plan of God, and I know it's called Woman of Excellence. I don't know what to do. I'm supposed to do it. I said, just do it. She goes, how? I said, you already know what it's called, so just start calling that. And so she started to do it. After the first year, she, she woke me up, and she, uh, she goes, Gloria Copeland's coming to speak for me, so write me a theme song. And uh, we wrote the theme song for this. I sang it one time, and somebody offered me $10,000 for the song. I didn't, sing, I, I didn't tell Joanne that until years later. She goes, if you had told me that, I'd have sold it. What's wrong with you? One song, God, give, God given by the Spirit, $10,000. And then we went to go, go forward. And in this meeting, uh, pastor, pastor's wives would come from all over the place. And, 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 uh, and in it, a lot of people said, you can't do that. And we did it. And they said, nobody will come. They came. And, and uh, you're not going to get Gloria Copeland. She came first year. And Gloria came and spoke first year. Carol Savelle came and spoke. Billy Brim came and spoke. Betty Price came and spoke. Uh, we had uh, Pastor Nancy came and spoke. We had, we had all kinds of individuals that came and spoke. And then you fast forward and show that little picture there. That was in Paris. The first one was in New York City. And, uh, and that, uh, the reason I'm saying this is because this is very important. That we, we, she, she stopped the woman of excellence to do the princess tea. And you see Joanne there in a, in a queen's little uh, thing there. She's Queen Johanna. That's where she's got her from, Queen Johanna. 
And you, can, you will not know how many ministers' wives mocked her for that. And, and how many told her, that's stupid what you're doing, the way you're dressing up. Uh, you, you, that's not the gospel. Look at those little kids. All over we were feeding kids. If you stood with me out in the middle of, of, of the street in, in, in what they call Spanish Harlem, and we bought dresses, and you, you all bought dresses and shoes. And I stood in the middle of the street while they stopped traffic. And the little girls were dancing in the street going, I'm a princess. I'm a princess, and I belong to God. And they stopped, and the, the cars could not move. I rented school buses. And I didn't have any money. But I had a God, and I had a wife who had a dream. And so I had to make it happen. And we went, and we did this. And Joanne got, and these are the buses we would rent. And I'd rent these buses. I paid for these buses. And, and uh, I'd say, when you get back, I'll pay you. I didn't have the money. So he'd walk up and hand me money. You got, you got to, I made a statement many years ago. God tells you to go to New York, go to New York. And if you can't fly, then take a train. If you can't take a train, then then you t- then you take a boat. If you can't get a boat, t- take a bus. If you can't get a bus, rent a car. If you don't have a car, take a motorcycle. If you don't have a motorcycle, get, get on a scooter. If you don't have a scooter, get on a moped. If you can't run a moped, get on a skateboard. If you don't have a skateboard, start running. If you can't run, jog. If you can't jog, at least fall in the direction of New York. Benny, you know, Joanne was out, in the, out there in the park with all these ladies. All these young girls were there, uh, and the fire department pulled up, and they all want to take pictures of all the princesses. Police came, got off their horses, want to take pictures. People were coming in. A little girl in, a, in, a, in one of the, ho- the hotel we were in got off the elevator, saw all the women all dressed up, and she said, and she screamed, Mommy, Mommy, the princesses! The Mommy, the princess! We were going to the Empire State, but I don't want to see no empire. I don't want to see no empire. I don't want to see it. There's a fire truck. They pulled over. They saw the princess. They, they want to take pictures. And, and, and uh, somebody said, I bought an extra dress. You can bring her. And she, that, woman, that little girl came. Didn't know one person. Everybody else came on buses. She came on the hotel. She came on our bus. Came, and she came and sat there. And I went outside with the father. The father's crying. And I, I sat next to him. I go, how are you doing, sir? Everything going right? He goes, yeah. She goes, I've never seen my little girl so happy. And he goes, thank you for making her life so happy. And, and I said, all it takes is Jesus Christ. The man said, my parents are Christians. I've run from God my whole life. He knelt on the floor, on the cement, in front of that building. And I let him read Jesus Christ. Because of this. And people mock this. Ministers did. The world didn't. The church did. The, the church mocked it. I look at this. I tell the story because it's so overwhelming to me. Because I remember. Remember the two little girls that got saved. And, uh, at the, and they were princesses. They got, to get, they got to keep the dresses. Little Bibles and stuff. And, uh, but I'll never forget this. That when they were, they were in there, uh, and, and they said, we brought these little girls, they want to meet the queen. It was so funny. They said, well, this is the king. You want to take a picture? I don't know who he is. I want the queen. <laughs> and so they want to take a picture of the queen. And so they, and one, one person said, just get out of the way, little kid. Get out of the way. I want, I want a picture of the queen. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
But two little girls came up and they were holding hands, their sisters. They said, can we take a picture? Can we talk to the queen? Yeah. And they sat up on her lap. And that's, that's the girls right there. Now take a look how precious they are. Look at them. See, are they happy? Their mother, before that picture, before that picture, their mother was killed by her, their boyfriend, in front of them, and he cut the baby out of her, their mother, and they saw the whole thing. And cut the baby out. How insane you got to be to do something like this. And then he looked at them while he's killing the mother and said, I'm going to kill you next. And so they asked, can they come? We said, sure. And they said, you can take anything in the apartment you want. The police said, you can take anything. Look what they took. Their dresses. The Bible. And they looked at the, the husband, uh, the, the boyfriend, while he's all uh, in handcuffs. And they said, you don't touch a princess of God. Where did they get it from? Joanne so laid hands on me and said, sing. I started singing. I know it sounds strange that it came out of me. But it did. I'm a princess. I'm a princess. I started to sing. Changes were taking place. They were adopted by a Christian family. Changes. You never know what one decision will make. People laugh at us and mock us. I've had ministers laugh at me and mock over all this stuff. But when those two little girls, they never shake you, never get me off of that. Never. Isaiah 40, 28 says this. Have you not known? You've got to read it for yourself. Go to Isaiah 40. It's out of my notes, but read it there. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28. Let me show you something very quick. Oh, man. Thank you, Joanne. Up, stirred up memories. And some of you were so involved. Ed, we were, you were there at the very beginning. Do you remember? We were having dinner at Tavern on the Green. We could not find a place. Not one church would help us. Do you remember that? We went to door to door, to church to church, to Christian to Christian, to Word of Faith churches that we knew, and nobody wanted to help us. We were having dinner at Tavern on the Green. I took Joanne and Tavern on the Green. She always wanted to be there. So we went to Tavern and we're sitting there. I look around and go, why not here? Remember that? Now, this is very important that you hear this. Ed never told me, you can't have it here. It's too expensive. He never said, the dream will never live here. Never said that. Never said that. There's three kinds of people in your life. Yesterday people, today people, and tomorrow people. And uh, I'm not sure if I'll have time to teach on all, the, all that aspect, but you've got to find out, are you a yesterday person, a today person, or a tomorrow person? H- have you not known? Look at Isaiah 40, 28. Have you not known? Have you not heard? How oh, uh, That the Lord is the everlasting God. Have, have, you, have you not heard it? Well, if you haven't, let me tell you now. He's everlasting. He loves you, cares about you. Whatever it is you're dreaming. You may not be dreaming of doing something like this. But you may be dreaming of a family. You may be dreaming of a home. Of some place to live. You may be dreaming of more finance. You may be dreaming of something health wise. Somebody to come out of the hospital. For bills to be paid. Something you're dreaming about. Have you not heard? Have you not known? 
that what you're going through is so temporal that your everlasting God knows how to change it and how to get it. Uh, listen to me. I prophesy to you, 2020, if you obey, uh, the stuff that is challenging will shift away. I prophesy. Change is future. And your future must happen by change. Uh, uh, God never changes, but everything He does with us is change. Everything with us is change. Uh, Hebrews 13, 18, 8 says, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ, yesterday, today, and forever. Notice he didn't say tomorrow. He said yesterday, today. He didn't say tomorrow. He said and, and, and forever. So yesterday was uh, before the cross. Today is, the, is during the cross. And, and then the future. Uh, Malachi 3, 6, last verse. For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, O children of Jacob, you're not consumed. And the Lord, I don't change. Here's God saying, I don't change. But listen to me. If you follow me, you're, you, you'll change. You'll change. You change the way you think. You change the way you live. You change the way you talk. You change the way everything about you. You change the way you walk. If you're bowed over, you'll stand up straight. And, and you'll think straight. And, and, uh, and you'll do things by the Spirit of Almighty God. Everything about you is, is, about, is, is, is changing. You, and all you got to do is just, uh, just in, in, uh, receive it and get in line with it. Uh, 2020 is a time of great change and a time of great exchange. This is what the Holy Ghost told me. Now, my, uh, uh, for years, um, in many ways, uh, I, I sometimes make a statement. I don't mean to do it that way, but it's just so, it just so that uh, uh, sometimes I'll make a statement. It's just like I just did right now. I said, Ed, Ed and Sue Perez were with us at, the, at that restaurant in, in, uh, in the Central Park. And uh, when we made that statement, but they were with us in many of all the miracles and manifestations when it all took place. They, they were there. Sometimes I'll make a statement. I'll say, Ed, do you remember that? And he'll go, yeah, I was there. I was there. He was there. He was there. Doctor, my, my spiritual father in 1978 who I met, Dr. Ed Dufresne, he would oftentimes be preaching. And sometimes he'd say, now, Brother Art, you were there. I, I was there. And out of, most of almost everybody in that room, I was the only one there that witnessed it. And he would say, I was there. I was there when that happened. I, I was, yeah, I was there. And he would, he would oftentimes uh, repoint to me. And say, and you were there. I was there. Yeah, I was there. I saw that. Since 1978, all the way, all the way through, I, I was there. And so, uh, uh, and so now, uh, and sometimes by the Spirit, he would say things. And I would have written it down already by the Spirit, what he would say. Uh, because I was connected to my spiritual father. And... Uh, and, and now, my spiritual father is, Dr. is Brother Jesse Duplantis. Uh, to, to, some people call it like him because he's funny. I like him because he's anointed. I like him because he changes the world. I like him because he's not broke. I like him because he calls and gives me words and then hangs up. I like that. The Lord spoke to me and said, and said that this would be, the 2020 would be a time of great change and time of great exchange. Last year he told me it, 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 the best is yet to come. Now, I experienced the best. I didn't experience it without challenge, but I experienced be better things. This year is, is a time of great change. Listen to your pastor and let me, let me prophesy these words to you. A time of great change and a time of great exchange is upon us. 
And all we need to do is step into it and get it and receive it. Amen. And I'm not letting no devil take it from me. I'm not taking some carnal friend to take it from me. I'm going to hold on to everything God has for me. Uh, I, I receive, Jesse doesn't own a cell phone. He has a landline, but he doesn't own a cell phone. He doesn't want to have one. So when he talks to me through via text, he'll tell Kathy, text Art, or no, she'll do that. So, so I, I receive this text, and I, I text her, uh, uh, and letting her say anything, happy, uh, Merry Christmas and that. And this is what the Lord told me about next year. This is what I received back. This is what Jesse DePlans texted me this year, uh, of what the Spirit of the Lord told him for 2020. I don't know if they were able to get that up there or not, but it says this. Great expectations gets great results for all of you. God told me great things, uh, a great change, and, and a great exchange. And God told him great expectations gets great results for all of you. And, and uh, when, when I got that text, he, he had that underlined for all of you. And he told me this for all of you. I'm thinking, well, but not just me then. So can I say this to you? My man of God said, great, expect. You got to expect great. And great expectations. Get great results. For all of you. Amen. That means me. That means you. That means us. Uh, that, that, that it's going to come on us. I believe that. And I believe that it has to take place. I believe it's so in Jesus' name. So I'm expecting a great change. Absolutely, yes. I'm expecting a great change. I, I, I anticipate great change. I look for great change. I, I'm anticipating it all the time. Romans 12, 2. Let me give you this verse of scripture here. Romans 12, 2. Glory be to God. I'm in prophetic mode here, so, so stay with me. Joanne was too, whether you realize it or not. And, uh, and, and, uh, uh, and I, I don't believe she's over yet. I don't believe Princess T will be revised. I don't believe Woman of Exos will be revised. But there's something now coming that will be greater. Be, that, that will be something that God will give her. I don't know what that will be. Romans chapter 12 verse 2. The Apostle Paul speak, speaking in the book, uh, to the church of Rome. And he said this. You know this, uh, you, this verse. Be not conformed to this world. But be you transformed. Let's use another word that you understand. Change. Be changed. By the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Don't let the comma fool you there. Uh, 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 and don't, don't let any of the commas. Prove that which is good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. And, and so the, the will of God is good, acceptable, and it's perfect. It's the will of God. And I have a statement for you. Uh, just don't go through change. Grow through change. Amen. Let me say it again. Just don't go through change. Just don't go through change. Grow through change. Amen. Grow through it. This coming year, you're going to grow. Amen. Amen. Your faith groweth exceedingly. Yes. You're going to grow. Anticipate it. Expect it. Want it. Desire it. Amen. You know, you know, you fast about it. The reason you fast is to, is to deny yourself. But everything God has for you is already ahead of you. Just grow to get it. Mature yourself to get it. Uh, so just don't go, th go through change. Uh, grow through change. Turn around and tell somebody, say, you got to grow through change. I say a little bit more excited. So you got to grow through change. Yeah. 
Uh, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says this. Uh, it's very important you listen to this, this statement. Very important. Listen to this. For by grace are you saved through faith. Well, what's that going to do to change? Let's close. For by grace are you, are, are, uh, by grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourself, it's the gift of God, not of works, least any man should boast. Let me read it again. For by grace are you saved. By grace are you saved. Question, are you saved? Why? Because of grace. Because of grace. So if you're saved by grace, everything that is involved in salvation, then comes through the door and is received by faith. Faith doesn't produce salvation. Faith receives salvation. Faith does not produce healing. Faith receives healing. Because grace already paid for it. Amen. Your prosperity does not come because of faith. It's received because of faith. You're already blessed. Exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ever imagine or think. Faith receives what grace has already provided. So what is change about? Using your faith to change your mindset to think so many thoughts. I said it earlier. You got to think God thoughts. And those God thoughts are so big, it's going to take three generations for them to manifest. If you dream like God dreams, then there's no way you in your lifetime will be able to achieve it. You'll still be running at it. Ah! Statement. Let me prophesy to you. Your past is over. Amen, church. Listen to me. Listen to me, heritage. Listen to me, members. Amen. Your past is over, so act like it. Your past is over, so talk like it. Your past is over, so live like it. Amen. I got to say that again. That blessed me so much. Your past is over. Act like it. Talk like it. Live like it. Act like it. Talk like it. Live like it. Act like it. How do you act? How do you act like you are in your future? Amen. Just don't, I have no past. Yes, you do. You know you do. But it's over. Doesn't belong to you no more. You had a past, and, uh, and you passed it. So act like it. Talk like it. Live like it. Come on. Tell somebody next to you. Uh, your past is over. Come on. Say it with boldness, man. Your past is over. Act like it. Talk like it. Live like it. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't expect change... If you don't expect it, it won't, it won't happen. It won't come. It won't come. It won't come. I'm telling you, it won't come. I, I'm going to say this again. Don't let any demon from hell rob you from what God already told you you already are. You are already the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. 
what is change about? Why do we change? We change uh, into the greater image of what God has made us simply by revelation. It's already there. You're already saved. So I got to act like I'm saved. I got to talk like I'm saved. I got to live like I'm saved. Amen. Amen. How, how, why, why, did, why did Joanne sh- uh, go to uh, Paris? Uh, why did she go to Paris? Because uh, there was a command on the inside of her. It changed her. It changed her. Where did it start? It started in our own church. And then uh, other, other churches wanted to do it, but they didn't want her there. They said, we're going to take, take it, but we don't want you there. We'll have our own princesses, and we'll have our own queen. And the pastor's wife will be there. Well, well, great, take it, do it, do what you're going to do, do what you're going to do. But, but she had the anointing to take it around the world. When I had the Bible school, I graduated from my Bible school, and I went to Bible school. And when I graduated from Bible school, Dr. Dred Dufresne uh, left and moved to Oklahoma. Before he left, he gave me the school, and he said, "I'm giving you the Bible school. You are now the president of the school." And I said, "I don't want the school." Unless uh, you commit to me that when you come back, because you will come back to California, you'll take the school back. Because God gave it to you. So I'll oversee it in your absence. I said, it's, um, it's not mine to own. It's mine to protect. This is what a son does. If dad goes somewhere, can you house it? Yeah. I'm not here to destroy the houses and, do, to, and get rid of all the furniture and do anything. No. So I, I knew he'd come back. Yep. So I held it. And I held on to it. And in the course of holding on to it, I went to Africa. And guess what I did? I started a Bible school. Faith Bible Training Center in Africa. We graduated students in Africa. Went to Hawaii and started a school in Hawaii. And uh, and, I, and I'm okay with this because over the years I've introduced so many people to, to, uh, to Dr. Dr. Summerall was there. He goes, hey, and we ran into each other. He said, what are you doing here, Brother Art? I said, I'm on vacation. And uh, he goes, on vacation? Never heard of such a thing for a believer. <laughs> he goes, especially you preachers. Preachers don't vacate. Yeah. And I said, well, I'm resting. He said, Why? You're too young to be tired. I didn't win. <laughs> Not with Dr. Summerall. So we just smiled. And he, and he, and he said, uh, do you know any preachers in this city? We're in Oahu. Uh, in Honolulu. I said, yes. I sure do. I know a preacher here, Art Sepulveda. Introduce me. So I took him. Uh, and he went and he said, God told me to start a radio station here that would blast all the way to Asia. And cover all the islands. So, and, he, and he said, and, and, and uh, this man, I know this man, he introduced me to you, so you're the man. And he goes, what am I here for? He said, you're going to run my station for me, and I'm going to put you on four times a day, and you'll be blasted all over these islands and everywhere for free. The church has 8,000 today. Church has eight thousand, and I've never spoken for Art Sepulveda since. And so, <laughs> 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 uh, 
Bill Hurt, Art Spoven, and I know each other. Yeah. Matter of fact, one time I got a phone call, they said, uh, would we like for you to come speak at our conference? I said, okay. And they said, uh, how, how, uh, uh, from Hawaii, how far is it? I go, oh, no, no, no. You want Art Spoven and not Aragon. They go, who's Art Aragon? That's me. They go, well, we don't know you. I said, I know, because you mentioned Hawaii. That's Art Sepulveda. Let me give you his number. I didn't get hurt. I didn't get offended. Why? Why, why get offended? Why get hurt? I wasn't going to imitate. Yeah, that's me. Aloha. <laughs> you know, so why, why do I give you this? Because I could, I could have lost and compromised. And got hurt and offended. Uh, and you don't do that. In, 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 uh, in the message translation, Romans 12, 2, it says this. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. D- don't, get, don't get so adjusted to right now, to all that's going on, that you fit into it. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from inside out. Be changed from... Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings, you the, God brings the best out of you, develops well, well-formed maturity in you. Wow. Uh, uh, when, when I met, that, met Roger McDuff, Jan was at a chiropractor's uh, office and uh, Thor Strandholt came to our office. He was a chiropractor by trade. That's what he did for a profession. He said, can you and Joanne come to our office? Well, Joanne went. She got an adjusted adjustment. We walked through the door, and Roger McDuff walked out. Now, see, here's what she did. We were preaching. I was preaching. And while I was preaching, the ceiling disappeared. This may not happen to everybody, and it won't, and actually won't. So, but, but it won't. But the ceiling disappeared. And an eagle came down, and I saw it. And when the eagle came down, it picked me up. And, and it flew me up out, out, out over out of it, and then it turned into a plane, and the plane landed in Africa. And uh, once it landed in Africa, uh, I got out and I started ministering to people that were from India. And so, and I'm preaching to them. I saw this in my vision, and, and I, I was captured. I was caught up. Uh, and this is Les James in India. This is when I went. Les James and I are, pre- are talking because the Lord spoke to me. There's a man there who was wanted to kill him. And, and uh, he, had a, he, had a butcher, he had a bag with butcher knives in it, actually machetes, and he was going to cut his head off. He was, and he was a Muslim man, and he wanted to kill him because the man's wife got born again in, our, in my meeting. And so she wanted to kill him and then kill me. And, and, so, uh, and, and so this is right after, right behind him is the, man, the Muslim man who had the bags, and he got saved. He got born again. They got him on the platform. They hugged each other. And then he started dancing. This is the first time in, in his life he ever danced at church. And, and, uh, he, and we're holding hands. Hey, look at that, Steve. I'm dancing with a man in church. And we're... we're uh, that, that may look strange to you. And you look, why are you showing that picture? That man could have died. I stopped in the middle of my message and I said, There's somebody here. You want to kill him? Won't happen. I don't do this because I have a job. I do this because I'm called. I do this because I'm assigned. I do this because, and I don't quit. And I don't quit. I mean, they wanted me back in Africa. They said, if you come back to Africa, you can preach. Some preachers said, don't come back to Africa because we'll empty our churches. 
to come back. They told me that in Mexico. Come, and we'll let you preach. Uh, one of the men that wants me to go to Mexico wants me to preach. There's Joanne and I preaching together in South Africa. We went together. Started a Bible school there. Over 1,100 people graduated from the Bible school. Uh, we, we had 600 that graduated in Hawaii. They, gra- they graduated in Hawaii. I was about ready to start in the Philippines when Dr. Frank came back. And I gave him everything. All the equipment, everything else. I gave him everything else. I told him where the schools were. Told him what was going on, and I gave those to him. Gave him back with no 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 regret, no resentment, nothing whatsoever. Thank God you're home. Here's here's this belongs to you. All the equipment that I bought, it's part of the school. I, I used my faith to get it, and and I told you I'd take care of it. So I'm, uh, so I'm giving it to you. So I gave him cameras, gave him TV equipment, gave him video equipment, gave him everything that he, he needed. Gave it back. Gave it back to him. So the school they're running today, I originally had it. I, I was with my Bible school. Because he gave it to me. But then I didn't want it. I never owned it. It was by vision given to him. Yeah. It was by faithfulness it was entrusted to me. See, some people take ownership of what they were never birthed in. Because be, just because somebody entrusts something to you doesn't mean you own it. If you gave me the keys to your car and said, could you, take it, could you take it and wash it? doesn't mean it's mine. You gave me the keys, it belongs to me. It doesn't mean that. Wow. Uh, your best days are ahead of you. Your worst days are behind you. Amen? You got to stay well informed. Uh, there are, uh, let me give you these. There are three kinds of people that, will, that, that you will permit in your life. Yesterday people, today people, and tomorrow people. Uh, yesterday people, oh, uh, these are what I call yesterday people. They're individuals who are satisfied and comfortable just the way things are. They want change. These are individuals who will keep rewinding your past. Just, like th- just keep going over. I like, the, I, I like uh, during Christmas, uh, the, the movie A Wonderful Life. And then they change it a little bit and put it in color. Uh, but it's the same characters. It's the same people. And, and it's the same story. But I enjoy watching it. And, and, uh, and uh, uh, I, enjoy, I just enjoy, that, I just enjoy the, 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 the account of that. I just, I just, the movie, I like everything about it. I like Donna Reed. Uh, you know, I, I just, just like watching those actresses and actors. Just enjoy that. And uh, I like uh, Home Alone 1 and 2 as well. So. But, uh, 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 you know, yesterday, people will speak of how you used to be instead of who you are. And uh, they, they are individuals who step out of the old diary page and hinder you from rewriting, your, uh, uh, writing as well as rewriting the God-given future. You don't need people stepping out of your diary. Jan showed me, a, a, uh, I'm not on Facebook, and she showed me a friend of ours that I had in school that I was close friends with. And I just, I was in shock of how he looked. I was going, oh, my, you know. It wasn't that he looked old. He just didn't look right. And he was my friend. And I felt bad of how he, how he looked. And, and, uh, but these are individuals who, if I hung out with him, he was talking about uh, all, everything he posted was about music. And pe- he knew more about individuals and the, and, the, and the groups and the people of the 60s and 70s. That's all he posted about. And his eyes were just like, like he was... I don't know, like, I don't know how to explain it. I just look like, whoa, that's not right. 
Then there, there's there today people. These are friends who, who, who like you just the way you are. So don't make any changes because they may not be your friends. Um, learn how to trust God. Don't throw away friendships, but also don't stay in the boat with those who are not serious about their relationship with the word you're in. Ed, 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 Ed Perez came. He goes, he goes uh, Jesus asked Peter to get out of his boat. And he, and he did. And he said, this is what he was telling me. He goes, and right up here, there's the anointing. And it is. Yeah. And it's flowing like this way. Yeah. And, but the interesting thing was, thank God that Peter did. But then Jesus got into their boat. And what we need is Jesus to get into our boat. And, and, and so uh, Peter stepped into the boat with people that didn't step out. But the only reason he stepped back in was because Jesus did. And so when Jesus moves, what one time I was in a service and, uh, and, and I, I walked in and, and, and the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me. John, I remember this. Uh, Ed, Ed may remember this. Uh, I don't know if Angie's here. She may remember this. Is Angie here? She may remember this happened. I walked in. Praise the worship's going on. I stood up and, and Jesus walked down the aisle. I saw him. Walked down the aisle. Looked straight at me and he said... Uh, uh, he said, there's uh, 16 people that have been gathering together talking about you. And I'm fed up with it. So I'm leaving. Let's go. And I walked. I said, I said, Joanne, Joel, Joel was an infant. I said, go get Joel. She didn't know why. She just got up. Went to the, I said, get him out of the nursery. Meet me in the car. Got in the car. And I said, listen, if you want to talk bad about me, I said, then you offend the Holy Ghost. I'm not staying. Jesus left. I'm leaving. So I took to my, my family to the park. Nobody knew what to do. Were you at that service? Yeah, do you remember that? And people sat there for a little while, not knowing what to do, because I was gone. I drove away. What did you do, Pastor Art? I went to the park, and I preached that sermon that I was going to preach to Joanne and, and to Joel. And we bought food. We ate at the park. I never told anybody uh, that, that I left for good. I said, he's not staying. I saw it. I was, I was laying in bed and saw everybody, saw their clothes. I saw who said what, what they were saying. I heard every, every bit of it. I even walked up to someone. I said, and you said this, and you said this. And he said, if you think that I, I'm, I'm surprised. <laughs> no. I remember one time we were at the forum, and I wrote a list. I wrote down a list. I said, Jen... This list here I wrote down last night. These are the people who are going to be leaving the church within the next month. And it's going to start with this person. We watch and see. It's going to happen. It's start next Sunday. Watch. It's on a Wednesday night. I said, this is our next Sunday. Next Sunday, they walked up and they looked at me and they said, I said, don't say it. You're leaving. Said, yeah. And they go, pray, let's praise God. Put your hands towards heaven. Jesus, thank you. They're leaving. Give you honor and glory. Father, we worship you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I looked at them and go, and they're staring straight at me. I said, why aren't you worshiping? Why aren't you thankful? Why aren't you grateful? Why are you doing that? And I said, well, one of two reasons. If God told you to leave, it's, we ought to praise God. If he did tell you to leave, then it's the devil. Then I still get a return. Either way, I'm blessed. So was it God or was it the devil? I said, I really don't care. You already made the choice. Bye. And Jesus' name, I worship. I already knew on the list. 
I already knew this. There are people that do stuff and, and, they, and they think I don't know. <laughs> I walked up to a man one time and I said, I told him, I said, you know, God would bless you and fill your refrigerator when you get rid of all that Seagram 7 out of under your couch, under your, under your sink. He goes, well, excuse me. I go, you drink Seagram 7. You got a half of it there and you got a bottle in your garage. I said, you still come to church. That's why I won't let you be an usher. I said, stop all your, your, your sipping saint stuff. His wife he goes, she, see, he knows. She goes, well, you told him. He goes, I didn't tell him a thing. I don't know. People tell me, I had a woman, she said, I don't come to this church because God tells you everything. And I said, well, he didn't tell me everything. I said, just things I need to know, like how you and your husband went to that, oh, down the street over here, that strip joint, because you like the strip joint, not him, but he'll go with you, so you take him to the strip joint. It's right down the street over here, right over here on the corner of Telegraph, and I told him exactly where it was, told him the name of it. I said, last night you spent $25 there. I said, and you haven't given that much in the last month. <laughs> and she said, see, I tell you, God tells you everything. <laughs> But then, remember, I was in service, and, and I said, uh, stop for just a moment, right over in this section. There's somebody, you're a truck driver. You drive a truck, and your inside tire, when you go to work, it, you drive from the, the, it's a company truck. When you pick up the truck and you start to drive away, that, there's, a, there's a bubble on the inside. You can't see it by looking at it. But, but on the inside, go, look underneath there, and, and you'll see that it's there. Fix that tire before you drive away. If you're not, I'll have to bury you. And he went, and I got a phone call that day. He goes, I went in there, looked at the tire, and the bubble was there, and, and uh, I, it had blown. And, I'd, uh, and, and based on the weight of the truck and everything, I could have I died. I said, yeah, I, I know that. And I told another man, I said, listen, you're, I know you're, you're, you're time conscious. I know you are. I said, but leave five minutes late. Please leave five minutes late. And he did. And I said, because on this street, and told him the corner everything, told him exactly where. I didn't know where it worked. I just told him. Uh, by the Holy Ghost. Yeah, Holy Ghost. I told him. <laughs> Change. Yeah. And the moment he, and then he, and when he got to that spot, there was a five car accident. He'd have been involved in it. Mm. And, and the police said, it just happened five minutes earlier. He goes, two cars ran the red light, smacked everything. Wow. That's why we need to have the, the, the spirit of the living God. And to talk to us. Today's people are those who meet somewhere in your yesterdays. If you've grown and they haven't, uh, and they haven't, and you don't mind, then your growth will be held back. Then there are tomorrow people. They change. Here's the, they're, they're, uh, they're, here's something interesting uh, thing that uh, that you can uh, and decide. I read this, and th- this is very important. I read this uh, statistic: the world is a sad place to live without the grace of God. Here's what they said. Uh, statistics show that uh, you take, if you take uh, 100 people um, uh, and you put them at the age of 19, by the age of 65, five will be wealthy. Uh, four will be financially secure. 19 will be working simply to survive. 22 will be deceased. 54 will be flat broke and uh, depend on the government or their families for survival. You know why? Because they didn't change. Now, that's the world stats. That be, that's not the church stats. Not a believe, that should not be just believer stats. That's not our stats. We're going to live and not die. We're going to be wealthy. 
Because that's what the Bible calls us. Wealthy and healthy and blessed and increasing on a regular basis. Why? Because we're saved by grace through faith. And uh, so those of us that uh, individuals that are saved, called to, we're called tomorrow people because we're just not saved. We understand the components of both grace and faith. And since we understand that component, we live by it. I'm prophesying to you here that, that this is the year of great change and great exchange. And you got to see this and anticipate it. Years back, I made a statement, and that was this. While you're in here, God's working something out for you out there. I still believe that. I, st- I still believe that, that that's so. I still believe that that's true. I still believe that that, 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 that is awesome. That, that, that you and I have got to see this. We've got to believe this. We've got to know that it's so. Amen? I live this way. We believe this way. We stand this way. This, this is why we live. And uh, uh, to conclude this service before we do anything further, it's time for us to receive our tithe and offering. Amen. 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 Come on, we didn't. If you were encouraged by today's message and believe it would be uplifting to others, then be sure to rate us and hit subscribe. To experience more of Heritage, visit us at www.heritageff.org. Again, thank you for listening to the Heritage Podcast today. And remember, Jesus is Lord.